Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, you, you know, this used to be our happy song on a Friday. Now it's bringing a tear to my eye, Joe. It's, it's really sad news that came out. You know, with two shows to go to, Brian, uh, they decide to... Uh, to upset us all going into the weekend. Uh, yeah, BMS and Beamer here on WBEN. That's the Mighty Mighty Boston's. They uh, decided to call it quits yesterday. Now, like any musician, pro wrestler, I mean, you name it, who says, you know, we're no longer a thing, I, I have my doubts. Yeah. I, I think we might see them again, but they have been around for about 40 years. That's me, is sorry. That, is that my doubts? <laughs> <laughs> or was that the, the, the chime that goes off when I'm right? Um, <laughs> they've been around for about 40 years. It's a big. It's a lot of people. It's a big band. If you yeah. ever seen them, I've been around Buffalo a bunch Very of times. Very well dressed. Uh, oh yeah, to the nines every single show. Um, I mean, they employ a dancer. That's, That's all right. he does. <laughs> it's great. He's uh, actually the most upset person. Yeah, there's, I, it's not easy to get into another band. No, it's like just the guy who dances on stage. No, you're never going to find a job that it's, easy again. It's very tough. Um, but you know, I'm I hope, I'm hopeful they'll come back. I was you know upset because they had a nice uh, record came out last year and never really got to tour it because you know there's been no who's done a tour right in the last year. Uh, but that happened. This you know kind of makes me sad that we're seeing this. It's that you know to be honest with you, I thought they had already broken up because the lead singer was the voice on Jimmy Kimmel till last year. And I just thought that meant they were broken up. But you can do other things and also yeah. be the voice in Jimmy Kimmel. They've been something I learned. Off. They still played a, a lot of shows. Uh, but sad to see them go. Always liked them. Great band to see live. And, you know, Joe, it got me uh, thinking about music, new and old. Oh, yeah. Because they're a band who, obviously, they've been around for a very long time. Like, I mean, they've never been my favorite band in the world. But, you know, they're fun to listen to. Uh, and then last year, they came out with a record that I thought was great. You know, one of their best records ever. It's new music from an old band, which the more and more I thought about it was kind of most of my listening. The bulk of my listening, at least of new music, is from bands who I already know and love. Who hit it big a few decades earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, people you're familiar with, it's just new stuff from your old favorites. And then I saw this article, Joe, is old music killing new music? And it's something I've thought a lot about in, like, recent years. Because I think it's really interesting the way streaming has changed 
how everybody takes in That's right. their music. Um, it, the big bulk of this is uh, this one you know point that they point out. Old songs now represent 70% of the U.S. music market. That's according to MRC data. That means that 70% of the music streamed online is now old. Everyone has their own definition. By their definition, old, older than 18 months. Oh. So, so you know, that doesn't seem old to a lot of people, but right. think of it this way. Only 30% of the music that's consumed by most people is, you know, whatever today's new music is. Things that are recently released, even if it is from somebody older. The 200 most popular tracks now account for less than 5% of total streams, the wow. new tracks, the 200 most popular new songs, less than 5%. That race rate was twice as high just three years ago. So you go back to 2018, and it was 10%. So, I mean, this is falling, falling, falling. The mix of songs purchased by consumers more tilted toward older music. I It brings up a big question in my mind. Joe, I've always heard this. The music you listen to when you're 15 through 17 or 18 is the music you listen to for the rest of your life. And I've always wondered how true can that actually be? And, you know, the more I'm seeing about this, I'm wondering if that's the case multiplied by it's easier than ever to be exposed to and to find old music. It is. It's at your fingertips. I can find almost any song I want right now uh, if I just uh, click my phone on and... Um you, you, you see it everywhere, Brian. I, I know for, for me, I listen to music, a lot of music I listen to is older than me. Obviously, we know I like some music from when I was younger. Um, but I find myself, you know, always going back to stuff from the late 70s and uh, into the 80s. And like you said, used to be you have to go, you know, search that, okay, put this, mix a disc. Now it's I can make a playlist of stuff from 75 to 91, and there's my playlist. So I want to hear from people just kind of how you're taking this in and how you take in your music. 803-0930 this morning. You can give us a call. Send us a text on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. I, are you that type of person where the music you listened to when you were 16 to 18 years old is the music you listen to for the rest of your life? Are you that type of person, but you don't realize it? You know, like me, I said I would never be that type of person. <laughs> I'm always listening to new music. And then you take inventory of the music that you're listening. Well, I'm listening to new music from my favorite bands yep. when I was 16, 17, 18 years old. That's right. I, so I don't know if that really counts. Or, Joe, I'm listening to new music by bands that sound almost exactly the same as the music that I have liked in the past. I'm not really diving into something that's really all that different, you know? Newer sounding. Yeah. You're not you're not you're not dabbling in the newer sounds of 2022. No, not so much. Um and that's something that, you know, this article by Ted Joya, it was in the Atlantic, uh points out that, you know, even among new music, it it's really fits into a a solid genre that gets played on, on radio or recommended to you on streaming, which is probably more pop uh powerful right now than ever. And I noticed that on my streaming, Joe. I don't know about you. I know we both use different you know, platforms to stream our music. 
but I look at things that are recommended to me. And you can take this either way you like it. I, I use Amazon to stream music on my phone, I, which, by the way, I hate doing. I, I'd rather listen to a CD all the time. My uh, car doesn't have a CD player anymore. They took those away from me. Uh, the only place I can listen to CDs now is in, up in the attic. But they, you know, give me all these suggestions. And for the most part, they're all spot on. <laughs> like, yep. yeah, I like this. I like this. Now, why is that? Well, half of them are just bands that I already listened to and something else by them. And the other half are bands that try and sound just like these bands that I already listened to. <laughs> and so you know that the sound is about the same. I don't is do you find the same thing? You're a little more diverse musically. I was gonna say, do you want to hear the top let's go. The top songs they're requesting they're they're recommending for me right now. Out of touch, hollow notes. I'm just a kid, simple plan. A B C D E Letter U. It's a new song out by Gail right now. Feel like making love bad company. Cold Heart, Elton John and Dua Lipa and Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. Those are the <laughs> recommended oh songs. Oh, and Backstreet Boys, More Than That, Centerfield, and LaGrange by ZZ Top. Oh. <laughs> As I said, my music all over the place. Yeah, that is... Uh... There's not one song I mentioned that you like? <laughs> I, I'm, there probably is if you played all the songs for me. Um... LaGrange isn't a bad song. <laughs> but, I don't know. That's just not... I just hear those listed out, and I'm... But they don't go together. That's what, that's what. Yeah. And what, 20 years ago, Brian, unless, I mean, I think, were we burning CDs in 20, in 2002? Maybe. But 20 years ago, usually if you're picking music, you're listening to the same band or the same type of music on a CD. You don't have all these different, I, I can't, I couldn't put Hall and Oates and Dua Lipa on the same, you know what I mean? Until you had, until everyone had a mixer on their computer, obviously. But it, it does change the way. Now I can go. I can have a playlist of all different genres. I yeah. don't have to be listening to the same thing, the same decade. It's all over the place. I'm not listening to the something I like to talk about a lot, Brian. The time, life, love uh, of the '80s um, CD. I don't have to. You know, I can make my own love uh, playlist. Yeah. Um, you know, part of this article, they they say that record stores are kind of part of this. They're caught up in the same time warp where they used to aggressively market new music, right. right? What was the first thing you saw if you walked into a record store? All the new releases yep. right there. Um, but now they make more money from vinyl reissues and used LPs. What's the first thing you see when you walk into a store now? Well, it's not music because half the places you used to buy CDs, they don't even yeah, sell them anymore. Exactly. But if you walk into a record store and you look at new releases, half of them are something that's old. So this is the new releases, Joe. New music recommended for me. Okay. Uh, all right. Do you want to see what this is? New music recommended for me. The Clash. You know, Joe Stormer died a decade ago. Right. I, you know, the, the, there's nothing new there. Should it's just stay or a new release of old stuff. Um, grade two, they're a new band. It's a new release, but it's, uh, you know, acoustic stuff of their record that came out a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, a new song by Jack White, who, again, he'd been listening to for 20 years. Uh, new stuff by Lars Fredrickson, I've been listening to for 30 years. Steve Earle, that's not new. And the Beatles' uh, rooftop performance, uh, that's not new either. That's not a new So a new they're all technically new, but nothing's new. Right. But I'm going to like it. <laughs> it's kind of strange. Now, I, you still buy physical media, right? You buy records? Oh, yeah. I make, I make it a point to buy 
Um, I buy CDs mostly. I'm a big CD. You know, CD, it's, it's the the physical media to have. It's the one where you're going to get the best audio quality, the best. And it still costs like next to nothing. Right. Um, and then if I really like something, I'll maybe buy the record too. Right. I, but that's me wanting to support the artist. Especially, that's especially true of younger bands and newer music. And that's mostly what I buy. If I'm buying something twice, thank God my wife isn't listening. It's mostly going to be a younger band because of everything we're talking about, Joe. I can't imagine being a new artist or a young band. Well, no, because you make your money now on touring. And as you said, a lot of tours canceled. Uh, we can do a few shows here, a few shows there. It's not been as consistent. But but just how tough it is, even when that, all that returns, you're touring, you're... How tough is it to get that when all the music that you are consuming that's new is actually old? Right. Right? How tough is it to break through as a new name in music when everybody's listening to things that are old? Now, they are, you know, looking at a different thing in this article where they're kind of trying to figure out some of the things behind it. Joe, they mentioned what you just did. Um, a short-term blimp maybe caused by the pandemic uh, because you're not going to a club hearing a DJ spin something new. You're not going to a show hearing a a new band. I mean, that's where I find most of my new music. Who's opening for this act that I already know, you know? And and that's kind of how you find a lot of these bands. That hasn't happened. I believe, though, that this new old music thing is just what is the biggest uh, burden on new bands and, and this whole thing that we're talking about here today. Because if you are, you know, 13, 15, 16, whatever, and I'm on my phone, you know, everyone has a streaming app. That's how they listen to music now, whether, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, you know, Amazon, YouTube, you name it. I'm just discovering music and I don't really necessarily care about the date, right? But- because everything is new to me. Right. And if I like the sound of Led Zeppelin and, you know, in some of the stuff, I remember I was kind of the same way. When I heard the, you know, Fun House for the same time or the Stooges or some of these bands, you hear that for the same time and that's what you like. That's going to be new and exciting to you, even though the song that you're playing might be 50 years old. Right. And... It's new old music to a lot of people. You're discovering something even though it's so old. And now if you're a new band, you know, think of back in the 50s. Bill, uh, you know, Haley and the Comets and, you know, Elvis, right? Who were they competing with? Nobody. Right. They invented rock and roll. There's nobody else there. Now if you're a new band, you have to compete not just with other bands who are around you. But every, every other piece of music yeah. in history that might fit in the same genre. That's crazy. Can you imagine being 15 and you uh, go on your app and you go, oh, this this Led Zeppelin sounds good. Hey, Mom, Dad, can we go see Led Zeppelin? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are they touring? Yeah. Is, uh, are they coming around anytime soon? Whatever happened to the Beatles? Are they around? <laughs> can I watch them? Um, I It is... I, I think it's really fascinating kind of what goes on. And you see it time and time again, I think. You know, what are the shirts that kids are wearing? 
Nirvana, the Beatles, yep. Led Zeppelin. It's it's all these classic bands that have not released their grip, you know, on the music industry. It's got to be really tough to break through. Who's a new artist who, you know, has that kind of a pull or staying power? There's maybe a few in pop music. Taylor Swift, The Weeknd. I yeah. I mean, are, Drake, Kanye, Maybe Kanye. Bruno Mars. Yes. Uh, Bruno Mars is popular, but he, he doesn't have the... You don't think he has the staying power? Well, I, I don't... Maybe he has staying power, but he doesn't have that, you know, big... Um, what am I trying to say? That we're, I, I don't think kids in school are talking about him. Okay, that's fair. You know fair. what I mean? That's fair. I, where I think you might... Oh, hey, listen to this. Or, hey, you know, I think maybe... Kanye has that. Maybe Taylor Swift has that. There's really not that much in modern music. But and you want to tell, trying to you know these numbers that we're talking about the the popular how popular older music is. Well, look look at one of the top played songs on Kiss right now. It's Elton John and Dua Lipa. I mean, Elton John is has a top forty <laughs> song right now because people like that sound. They, Elton John, obviously, if you're listening to something from the seventies, eighties, nineties, you've run into Elton John. So now his voice is on a song that you can probably catch, you know, every other hour down the hall. All right, now let's go to the text board and what are you listening to? Give us a call eight zero three zero nine thirty. I mean, what's the music that you consume? A lot of people saying I still listen to older rock, mainly. Um, you know. The best bands gave you uh, a bunch of music that you still listen to. Somebody's saying new music doesn't contain lasting content or memories. They say it all sounds the same. You know, I disagree with that. I, I think it really depends on what you're listening to. There is so much great new music out there. And there's great new music that you can get that sounds, you know, Eerily, I'm listening to this one new record. It sounds, um, I go back and forth. It sounds just like two bands uh, from the early 90s who I like. Uh, but it's new, and, you know, the lyrics are a little bit different, and it, it does kind of stand on its own a little bit. I, I love the record, but it sounds very similar. Then there's another, you know, new record I like that is very different. You know, it's changing things a little bit. It's maybe pushing music forward. A little bit that, you know, it's like, I think you can find new music that fits into uh, almost anything you want it to. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so much stuff out there and it's easy to find, as we've been saying. You can, you know, go on any of these streamings and, hey, maybe something that's not played, not mainstream. But if it's something that you like, that sounds good to you, you know, hey, now you've discovered it. And again, it's new music. It sounds like it's from the 90s, uh, but it's new music. Is it easier to find in reality, though? I think it is. Technically, it is, right? Because it is all at your fingertips if you know what you're looking for, right? Because now everything's suggested through whatever algorithm, and you have, you know, like we were going through what's recommended to you. Not everything is going to be recommended. You get a lot of the same artists over and over and over again. Right. Because they know, now think about when online music started. When you had to go and semi-legally, not legally, online, oh, <laughs> type Napster? in what you wanted into LimeWire or Napster or SoulSeek or whatever you were using. And you you had to think, okay, what do I want to listen to? You had to you know figure out that, and then you had the whole world of music at your disposal. I feel like when you have that many options, 
you kind of wall yourself in. You end up listening to fewer songs. Only things you recognize? Tracks. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, yeah, you're right. Whereas, remember, you used to be able to go and, you know, walk into a, a Best Buy, any electronics store. You have a whole section of CDs, and you could discover something that you would have never heard of or seen before, and that probably wouldn't be recommended to you today. You could go to Media Play, scan the barcode, put the headphones on, and, and preview every track on that album. So even though you technically had less of a selection... Yeah. Maybe you really have more options you more because research. you're being exposed to a little yeah. bit more. I don't know. I I always find it. the whole day it, at Media Play just looking at music. Yeah, I, I find it interesting. Do you listen to old music? Do you listen to anything that's new in the past couple of years? Do you listen to new old music? And I'm not talking things that are reissued like this uh, Beatles rooftop concert that they put on uh, streaming and is recommended to me. But do you discover bands from 20 years ago that you've never heard of or listened to that all of a sudden are now your favorites. That's right. I think a lot of that can happen. Let us know. 803-0930, BMAS and Beamer on WBE. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over think what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. I mean, now here's a song that'll never go out of style. I mean, it gets more and more popular with age. It's like a fine wine. Sure. All right. See, <laughs> see this, I mean, you know, but this is great. People have different tastes and different things. This is like your favorite song ever? Oh, Return of the Mac is, is a top, top song. Yeah, I, I don't care for it. I mean, is it... <laughs> Is it the Montana of songs? Maybe. It's a bucket I thought it was list. Wyoming. 
Oh, is it Wyoming? I was trying to guess that. So forgettable, I guess, is how you describe this <laughs> it's song. It's as forgettable as my bucket list. Yeah. Um, let's uh, start to go to the phones. Tony is in Lockport. Now you're on WBEN. Uh, Tony, how how are you taking in your music nowadays? How you doing? Good morning. Um, well, I was born in the mid-70s, and um, I'm 45 now, and I grew up listening to you know the 80s hair bands and and uh, when the 90s came along, you would think I would just naturally get into the grunge of the 90s. But I did. I, I liked it. But I then, you know, the 90s came along and I listened to the uh, the 90s hip hop. And my music range was uh, all over the place. Listen to, to the rock, the rap, uh, metal, Billy Joel, everything. But I noticed as I got older, in my early 30s, I just switched. I, and I don't know why. I just I started listening to everything from the 60s and the good music from the 70s, and I haven't stopped. I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan, Zeppelin, uh, Beatles. And I kind of started asking myself, is that kind of a weird thing to, to do, just to go backwards and you're, you know... Uh, the older you got, the older your taste in music got. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that's, I don't think that's too old. It was new <laughs> to you, right? How much new music would you say you listen to? Probably, probably none. Actually, I, I really don't listen to new music nowadays. Uh, now, are, are you purposefully avoiding it, or does nothing uh, really appeal to you of what you've heard? Yeah, there's just nothing that appeals to me. It's not like I'm purposely avoiding it, but it's just kind of um, there's nothing that I enjoy listening to that's that's new. I mean, th- there's a there's a few here and there that you know catch your ear, I guess you'd say, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. To me, it's just not appealing to me. So I just kind of started listening to the, the whatever was considered great music before my time. And, I mean, it's amazing music. You know, I'm glad it kind of shifted to that. But, I don't know, I just wanted to call me yeah. I mean, yeah. to see if that's, a, if the, that's typical people around my you, you know, Tony, I'll say this. I didn't really get into classic rock till my 20s. You know, I didn't really appreciate it or listen to it regularly until after college. Because during college, everyone listened to it, and then, you know, you, you get older, you're like, yeah, this is really good music. Why, what the hell have I been avoiding this for? <laughs> I, I, I wonder, too, you know, I, and I'm not trying to put this opinion on Tony, but you hear this a lot, and, you know, how many people have texted this in over the last uh, half hour of all, all new music stinks, and, you know, uh, new music, it just doesn't make for you. But that's, you know, maybe new music that you hear your kids play or, you know, hear on some radio station somewhere. Uh, maybe it's not appealing to you. But say if you're a big, uh, you know, Zeppelin fan or you're like a cra- uh, classic rock uh, type guy, you know, there's bands like Greta Van Fleet that are out there. They're new. They're making new music. And they really have that same energy and sound it's the classic rock. But then what I hear, Joe, it's so funny. That happens. It's like people say, oh, they don't make music like they used to. You know, th- there's no one out there who does this anymore. Right. And then there's somebody who comes around and pretty much does that and, and writes new songs and has the same type of sound. And then all those same people say, oh, well, they're just copying what was old. And it's like, <laughs> can't it's like you'll never be satisfied. Right. Yeah. That's that- the thing with, uh, you know, why I wish people would open their minds a little bit more to that is, okay, you like some of the older music. For me, I, the, maybe the chief reason why I still try to find some newer stuff 
and newer bands is because I want to go see them. I still love right. live music. And, you know, maybe you can go see Robert Plant, you know, somewhere and, and try and bring back some of that. Or you can go see a tribute band to Led Zeppelin. But what about seeing this new who's, you know, in their 20s, and in their prime, and, you know, going yeah. all crazy? I mean, to open yourself up to that, I, I think would be a lot of people would like it, maybe more than they would care to admit. Yeah, I mean, that's when, when I think of good music, you know, I eventually do want to see it out live. Now, like I said, I eat a lot. I, I, I um, listen to a lot of stuff from the 80s. Uh, late 70s bands that, you know, haven't toured in a decade or so. Um, but, you know, you want to see music live and you want to find something to appreciate that you can go see it. Maybe people have forgotten that, you know, concerts are fun. And, um, you know, seeing this music perform live and seeing an energetic band on stage, you know, like Airborne when they uh, first hit the scene. You know, yeah, they're, they're, they're ACDC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? exactly. And, and they'll take criticism for sounding like ACDC by the same people who say there's nothing that sounds like this anymore. Right, and they're so. And let me tell you, Airborne. Now, I haven't seen them in 15 years, but when I saw them in concert, they were awesome. They took. They were a lot of fun to watch. Energetic on the stage. I mean, that's what I want to see. It's like people always uh, and still do. They make fun of Jet. Remember the band Jet? Yeah. And uh, Are You Gonna Be My Girl? And it stole a little riff from the Stooges and stole you know stuff from everywhere you know all across rock. And you know people would make fun of. And then I remember Jeff Tweedy from Wilco was uh, asked about that. He was giving an interview. And he was talking about it's one of his sons. Like, yeah, they mostly play Jet covers. And the person doing the interview was, oh, you know, isn't that, isn't that fitting that, you know, your 12-year-old or whatever would be playing Jet? And Jeff Tweedy stops him and goes, well, wait a second. Do you like rock music? He's like, yeah. Well, and doesn't Jet play rock music? Yeah. So, so what's the objection? You know, what's the deal here? <laughs> they play it, and they play it, uh, you know, pretty well, too. Uh, but I, I, a lot of people who say, if you're texting him right now, and there's a lot of you who say, oh, new music has no melody, you know, it's got no, it all stinks. I don't think you're trying to find new music that you right. like because I find so much stuff that's new that's a little bit different. You know, somebody said they play less instruments. That's not the case. I have, you know, music of genres that I like that's, you go and see it 10 years ago. And it's um, three instruments, and now it's expanded to more, and they're adding in right. like new technology on top of what they're playing, and they make it sound really cool. See, I, mean, I don't have those complaints, but like you said, people on the on the text board are saying that. But you know, and no offense to our friends down the hall, but just you know, top forty isn't every new song that's coming out. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people listen to that. It's fewer and fewer new songs. Right. I mean, they're putting fewer and fewer new. Music yep. into the rotation, right? Um, and a lot of that's just maybe playing it safe, I guess. Yeah, and it, if you like, you know, music with a lot of instruments, well, then Calvin Harris isn't for you. you don't, you're, you're looking in the wrong places. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, let's go to Darren. Darren, you're on WBEN. Uh, what do you think? Are, are you listening to new music, old music, or new old music? I listen to everything. Um, my brother-in-law was the original drummer for Goo Goo Dolls. And I used to drive that band around back in the day when they played in front of five people, ten people, twenty people. And now my son's been into multiple bands. Uh, he's anywhere from hardcore to pop punk. He's toured the country multiple times. Um, he's actually heading over to Europe in the summertime for tour. I, I'm 56 years old. 
I, I mean, I grew up on Boston, Springsteen, Rush, uh, you know, all those kind of bands, and now I'm listening to pop punk and hardcore. <laughs> And you know what? It can change. It's stuff that is, you know, there's a little bit of it that might remind you of the music you like, and then it kind of takes you into a new direction. Let me ask you, before we let you go, Darren, why did the uh, original drummer of the Goo Goo Dolls quit? Um, I, <laughs> I, he didn't quit. I personally can't get into it. Oh, okay. Because there's, there, there's a whole backline story that does not jive with what... The original, the, the original members of the Goodells did to my brother-in-law. So, you know, that, that whole story is, is, it's out there, it's not true, and so I, I really can't get into it for his sake. Well, hey, uh, appreciate we're, the call, Darren. But we're we're going to do our own behind the music. But there's a band, too, that, I mean, really switched from when they started here in Buffalo mm -hmm. to, you know, some of what they heard on the radio. And then now, I mean, that's a completely different sound. I think that's a way a lot, I can speak for myself on this, that's a way that... I get dragged into different genres or maybe different sounds of music as you listen to, like, uh, I mean, Jack White is, like, the easiest go-to example. You, you know, you want to talk about fewer instruments being played. Well, it started, it was just a guitar and a drum, and that's it. I mean, there were only two instruments. And now you listen to his music, and he's using, he went from, you know, playing a plastic guitar and doing all these things to it to now he's using all these effects, he's got a full band, and... He's really making different sounding stuff that, you know, borderlines on hip hop and rap and rock and it blends all this stuff together. And it's pretty cool. And it kind of opens your door to, you know, I don't know, listen to something new. Right. And his name's on it. So you'll listen to whatever he puts out. And it, it makes you appreciate different genres. Maybe not get into them totally, but say, okay, I can, I can take this. Let's see what else is in this genre. And maybe you go a little too far and go, Never mind, or yeah, this is this is pretty good. No, for sure. I'm, um, you know, I try to. I think that is one of the things why I I feel like new music. It. I wish it was easier for some of these bands to get a footing and get a hold, and I wish people weren't as resistant to new music because, right. I mean, that's who you want to go see. You know, nobody tells story. The story you tell is, oh, I saw, um, you know, instead Jack White will play Art Park again. Here and it's an expensive ticket, and you know it's a big place. But the people who will tell the story, oh, I saw him at Mohawk Place. You know when you could just walk in and it was awesome. Nobody tells the story of yeah, I saw him when they were on their third reunion tour, and you know <laughs> they were old and slow, and <laughs> it was just uh, not quite the same thing. I, that's why I hope you know people I don't know get give new music a chance now that's that's something that i think a lot of people can say they did have you ever seen uh, someone at mohawk place that turned out to be a big name that made it into something or someone that you learned to appreciate because you saw them there i i don't i don't know i there's there's definitely bands i can think of i mean making it big is you know how do you well it's uh, make the, it big in if, your definition if I, if I saw you in a basement on custer street and then you get signed to a record label. That's to me, that's good. making it that's big, even if you're still going to be playing small venues. I remember um, trying to boo Katy Perry off the stage at Warp Tour to get, you know, <laughs> like somebody good on, and then she's playing the Super Bowl halftime show. So, right. you know, that's kind of a... You know why she got to the Super Bowl halftime show? She heard you booing. Yeah. <laughs> and that gave her the I gotta motivation. I got to get off this tour. I yeah. got to do arenas and uh, something better than that. <laughs> I saw Fall Out Boy at Mohawk Place. 
They did, uh, but that was after they were big. Yeah, they were already big, but that was pretty cool to like. That was know, actually like the height of their popularity. Right, but they had you know the show um, you know in Buffalo was very you're right on top of everybody. It was it was a really cool experience, uh, and like you said, it was right when they were were really big. I'm you know I I'm going to see one of these newer bands. I'm, I'm going all the way to Cleveland um, now because you know you have to travel to go uh, see whoever not everyone's going to come through buffalo unfortunately but, uh, yeah um but uh, i'm going to see a newer band out in cleveland excited about that later on this spring who i found by just kind of happenstance right it's through these music suggestions on the phone and you know I, it just kind of worked out so nice. that that's new music that i found online a new release that actually was a new release and not an old release. What venue in Cleveland? No idea. No. I, I couldn't even. Uh... By the way, someone says, and I think they meant this as a joke, sarcastically, Michael Bolton really gets the blood going. Have you ever listened to uh, How Can We Be Lovers If We Can't Be Friends? Let me tell you, that song, when he yells, we can work it out. Oh, my gosh. If that doesn't get your blood, then you know, we don't listen to the same kind of music. I'm sorry. Um, I, I like somebody's texting in, switch to what's considered underground music for the good music. Those musicians wouldn't be caught dead on mainstream radio. Creativity is way down. So I think the end of what you, you said there is creativity is harder to find. Maybe that's the right. Because that's true. I think everyone is so risk adverse. In all aspects of life, including putting things on the radio where, hey, if this doesn't sound like this, you know, these 10 other hits, right? I don't know if I really want to take a chance. And that's not just radio, that's to produce the record, right? I mean, am I going to want to spend all the money for you to record this and, you know, promote your new record if I'm not sure it'll work? Or I can take either a big name. Um, you know, this Beatles thing that just popped up today. I can take something that everyone already knows and the recording's already there. We didn't pay anything to record it. It was recorded 50 years ago. Um, or I can take something that sounds very similar to what I know works and, you know, maybe that's a little bit better. And then that results in, you know, everyone says, oh, all new music sounds the same. Well, not all new music, but maybe new music that is heavily hyped up right. all sounds the same and it would be nice if you know some of these newer artists and some do don't get me wrong uh but you know people are going to talk about you if you have something that sounds a little different and doesn't just have the same you know beats per minute every song mm -hmm. for an entire hour yeah uh we'll go to bud bud you're on wbem what's going on good morning gentlemen how are you bud doing well um 60 years old um, I, I'm open to listen to almost any type of music, but it all goes back to, I think, your ability to actually go out and and hear the music live. Now, I had the opportunity back in the, the early uh, mid-70s, late 70s, uh, at Ralph Wilson Stadium to see uh, for uh, the Superfest at the stadium where you'd have four top bands, uh, Bob Seger, Jay Giles, um, Fleetwood yes. Mac, Pablo Cruz, uh, any number of, it would start at noon and go until 11 o'clock at night. And that was two or three times a summer. Uh, I've had the fortune of seeing the Ramones in the parking lot at Buff State, uh, police, uh, the police at Uncle Sam's, uh, U2 at the Shays. 
Um, I don't follow today's 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 new music as much uh, as I probably could, but I also don't see those types of bands or, or solo acts on the road that get in the area here, uh, Western New York or or even Toronto or, or Pittsburgh or Cleveland as much as they did years and years ago. And I think that has a lot to do with what really makes an indelible mark uh, you know, in your mind as far as what you want to listen to. Well, and But the sad thing is, as Brian said, you, you don't have a lot of acts coming through Buffalo. I mean, before the pandemic, everyone went through Toronto, and then you'd flip a coin. Well, I, I, I want to say right now, I, before in 2019, I think Buffalo had more major and minor shows than ever before. I, every night there, you could have went to go see something great. Of He's talking about of the current artists, the bigger, bigger artists. They do sometimes skip Buffalo for Toronto. I'm not saying they all do, but there have been times where you can look at Toronto and go, oh, I wish that concert would come to Buffalo. But in new and upcoming, I think what makes it hard, and Bud, thanks for the call, I think what makes it harder now is you have to kind of like have your ear to the ground. It almost becomes a job to figure out who is playing uh, where and when uh, for some of these things, right? It's, it's not as if there's an easy central listing really anymore for all the different small, mid-sized, big venues where somebody could come through. I, there's so many times I find out after the fact that, you know, oh, wow, <laughs> you know, that happened. Why didn't I know about it? You would think right. that I would hear about it and it totally just goes right over your head. By the way, someone said they saw Jimmy Allen at the Cove. Awesome. And Luke Bryan at McKinley Inn. That's cool. And those are two guys that have, you know, now they're, you can hear one of their songs probably every hour at 107.7. So that's pretty cool. I, I do think that going to see a band is, it's got to be like one of the biggest ways that you get put on to them because oh, yeah. it is very tough. I mean, it's too tempting. And there's a reason why it's only happened a few times. I think there's, you know, a brand new artist, Joe. Uh, and stuff I've listened to that's new to me in terms of I've, I haven't listened to the band before. And it's new music, too. Right. There's probably two records that were, you know, came out in 2021 to now that I've actually really listened to. And part of that is because I haven't seen any of them right. in concert. Um, it, there's no shows going on, really. And... The, you know, it's so tempting to just go back to the old reliables if you're, you know, streaming music somewhere. And that's another thing. Sometimes music is just about comfort, right, Brian? And, you know, when we want that feeling of comfort, we revert back to the things that we know or are familiar with us. And I think now that that music is, again, easier to find is why you see the trends to the older music. And again, by older, uh, meaning stuff that's not new today. And I also like music from, you know, there's a lot of music that came out when we were in high school that's probably crap. Uh, but you listen to it and you think back to, you know, high school, college. Yeah, sometimes you're just in the mood to listen to that. Do you have uh, music that you used to be a big fan of that you're not anymore? Um, by not a bit, like I, would, I don't listen to it anymore. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say so. But like, just look back at it and you don't like it. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think if you have listened to something before, if you ever liked it, you might not listen to it again right. or frequently or maybe even ever. But if that song came on, if you liked it at any point in your life, I think you're still grooving with it. I've had songs that I despised and now I really like. Hmm. I used to hate the song and this is because I used to make fun of this. And I made fun of this filling in for Bowerly about two years ago. The song Glory Days, I absolutely hated 
because I don't want to hear Bruce Springsteen talking about high school. But you know what? Man, that song sounds pretty good. <laughs> that, Born to Run, it's a pretty good... Now, I still don't now, think... Now, do you, did you actually not like the song, or do you just not like the idea and you never really gave the song a chance? I don't, I don't like... Bruce Springsteen has a great career. He's awesome. I don't really think he can sing. He's just had some really good music given to him. But when you now go listen... <laughs> that he wrote himself? That too, but when <laughs> when you when you listen to it, yeah, he it, it, it there's some pretty good music. Again, I think when he sang in "We Are the World," he ruined the song. But you know what? He's got some songs that when you actually listen to him, "Born to Run," "Glory Days." Uh, what's that other song? Uh, dancing like, in the dancing in the something dark. dark? Uh, I like that you're you know kind of admitting a little bit of this because. My the, where I go wild with your taste and music is so subjective. Everyone has their own taste, right? Um, but where I go wild is, you know, you like you are like you with music is like my wife and TV. You like um, what I would call, and many other people would would call. She likes trash TV, right? And I think you like trash music. <laughs> but I'm very sing, no, but like it's not. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, like, that's the category. Like, I look at NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys, I would put that, that's like The Bachelor and, you know, whatever other reality show she's watching. Right. The Kardashians. That's the the Bachelor of music. Okay. Does that make sense to you? I get what you're saying. And, and that's fine. And if that was just the case, I would, you know, have no, uh, I, I don't have an issue. I'm trying to think of the right word. I, I, it would not amaze me at all. You'd just be like, yeah, it's a lot of people. It's what some people's preferences are. But it's, and you, maybe you're changing this a little bit with what I just heard you say about Springsteen. It's that you take other music yeah. that is universally loved right, and say that it's like the worst thing you've ever heard. Which that's the part in that my gets opinion. me. I in know, my opinion, that's the part you know, that gets me you know, like crazy. Like, I've had this, this this argument with with Caputo. Yes, the Grateful Dead is. You're right. It's it's well loved. They pack uh, stadiums uh, every time they go on tour. I am in the minority here. To me, I cannot imagine sitting through that music. But the same people can't imagine sitting through the crap that I listen to. I I, I understand that. I'm not blind to reality. All I'm saying is, in my opinion. And I do like to give my opinion. That music is, I, I don't understand it. That, and I don't understand a, a, a lot of, um, yeah, I, I, I don't understand the Grateful Dead. But no, it, if it was just, you know, jam bands, that would be one thing. But it's like a lot of stuff, I feel. Oh, we, yeah. That we you just ride over. Like the, the critically I, acclaimed. I, yes. there's, there's a type of slow song I don't like. There's a type of slow song I do like. But there are just some like Neil Young. In that song, uh, I don't know. Bowerly used to play it all the time. In the video, he's he's sweeping the front of the of the of the house. I don't know. That's one of the worst songs I've ever heard. But it's you, like you said, universally loved. So guess what? I'm in the minority, and that's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with being in the, in the minority. I just I don't understand stuff like that. But you know what? There are more people who don't understand the crap I like, and I understand that. I get it. It's a I, weird taste in music. I wouldn't say that either because stuff generally would you like pop music, pop short for popular. It's popular for a reason, right? I, I'm so just, you know, the, I wouldn't say that most people don't like. it. I would say most people do like it. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 